Please leave your message. Hey, uh, Arza, Mike, uh, this is Jordan again. Uh, it's 10.30. I'm just making sure we're good for noon. Um, I'm going to be on my way there soon. So I'll make sure you guys are good. Please leave your message. Hey, Jordan, sorry we missed your call. Um, I wanted, I, I forgot to let you know that noon actually doesn't work for us super well. Uh, do you think we could go with like uh, 2 o'clock maybe? Uh, let us know. Thanks. Bye. Please leave your message. Hey, Arza, Jordan again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two works fine. That's, it's okay. I, I don't have a life. It's all good. Uh, I'll meet you there at two and we'll get this done. Please leave your message. Arza, hey, Jordan, again. Um, don't know why you can't seem to pick up your phone, but I'm um, here. It's currently 2.15. Nobody's answering the door. Uh, just give me a call back when you can, please. And he thought that he caught this huge-ass fish, and he pulls it out of the water, and it's just a, a brick of weed. Last time you told me that story was hay. No, it was weed, dude. Mm. Oh, wait, wait. Damn it, Jordan's calling again, bro. Why the fuck is he calling? I don't... He needs to chill out. Okay, well, never mind. Well, but yeah, it was weed. Mm. And uh, he left a voicemail. Okay, you want to listen to it? Sure. Hey, uh, Arza, you fucking asked me to do this, so I'm not quite sure why... Almost five. Um, if the time changed, it would have been a real nice heads up. Got shit to do tonight. Um, but, you know, call, answer, or I can see you through the window. You could answer the door. That would be nice, too. Uh, call me back. Yeah, I don't know if it was fish oil or something, but the, the, the weed was just fishy, and then he found a fish head in the middle. Hold on, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a voicemail. Let me listen to it real quick. Hey, Jordan, looks like you missed your call. Um, it is 6 o'clock. I don't know where you are right now. Um, you're still making us drinks, right? We didn't bring any of the alcohol. Uh, just curious, can you, can you do tomorrow by any chance since you're kind of late? God fucking damn it. Hello, and welcome to the Mike at the Helm podcast. I'm your host, Mike Spencer. And I'm your host, Arza Helm. Mike, today we have a very special bartender. A bartender? Slash mouse rat fan. Is he going to make us drinks? Uh, he already did, He actually. did? Oh my gosh. You might be so I've plastered that you forgot that much. already. Oh my gosh. His name is Jordan Nuttall. Hello. I pronounced your last name right. You right? actually did. Oh, okay. We've been pronouncing every name right on this <laughs> podcast, and I am yeah, so pretty far, excited so about that. Everyone says it wrong, but... It's all good. Jordan Nuttle, is that what it Nuttle, is? Nuttle, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't even read your last name, so I'm just going off what Arvza said. But yeah, every name. We're going to make damn sure now. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter who we're on. It's going to be a We're going to ask their mom just to make sure. Like, we're going to Next that. week, you get like some 15-syllable long Russian name. That's completely screwed. We actually, oh. uh, I, I have a coworker who was in the Soviet Union during the uh, collapse of like 1990. Oh, and uh, he was 30 at the time, so his Russian accent is so thick. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we could get something like that. I don't know what his last name is. First name is Ernest. So easy, easy first name. I don't know what the last even name is. Even my last, or, or even my first name is two syllables, and people get it wrong all the time. Helm. I get like, no, my first name. I guess. Oh I'm really? My first name. Yeah, they like Azra, Azar, Azra. I get. Somebody did say so Azra one time. They're like, oh yeah, you're co-hosting with Azra, right? I'm like, who the fuck is Azra? Dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. I get that all the time. The yeah. I, uh, I remember, like, in classes, if the first day someone, like, my teacher said the wrong name while calling roll in high school or whatever, people would call me that the whole year. Like, I got Azar for a full year. I actually liked that. Azar? I, I kind of like that. It's kind of like his ear. Azar? Like, like, like Lazar? 
Like A-Z-E-R? A-Z-A-R, is that what you said? No, A-Z-E-R. Oh, no, A-R. A-R. Yeah. Azar. You gotta spell it right. Oh, I didn't know. I just know how to pronounce, dude. It kind of does, yeah. Azar. I think think Z kind of has a a sinister feel to it It a little bit. Like Z's and X's, you know? Z and X's? Yeah. Except like Professor like, X. Like, oh, oh okay. He's good, but... There's Xerxes. Isn't that, uh, like, the Peloponnesian? Yeah, wasn't he evil? No! Wait, yeah, 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 he was. He was. <laughs> Not to the Persians. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. Depends on who you ask. If you ask the Spartans, yeah, he was a pretty bad guy. Yeah. Spartans <laughs> lost anyway, Arza. Yeah, losers. History is written by the winners. Losers. <laughs> Persians won. I don't know. I don't even know how that works. Yeah, losers make better movies, though. Exactly. But, uh, Jordan... So, I've heard a little whisper on the wind that you are into Satanism. The wind always talks shit. Yeah, it does. Enjoys doing that. Yes, I am a Satanist. I am not a card-carrying member because you have to mail them a $200 check, and I don't want to do that. So, there is an actual organization. Oh, there's tons of them, yeah. There's different kinds of Satanism. And this is the biggest biggest misconception when it comes to Satanism is... uh, you always think of the you know the sixties the occult murders and you yeah think of the, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons ripping babies apart and you know sacrificing yeah. virgins that is devil worship mm. that is a completely different thing devil right. worship they believe the devil's real and that we need to serve him he is our master that's kind of ridiculous because the whole point of Satanism is to not have a master mm. it's taking the traditional concept of religion. And saying, if you're going to worship somebody as a god, make it yourself to increase your life, you know, your joy, everything. Yeah. To make things better for yourself. So they think, don't go to church if it doesn't make you happy. You know, don't do this if it doesn't make you happy. Don't do anything unless you want to. There's no point in doing something unless you genuinely want to do it. Mm. Like if you're volunteering for like charity work just because it think you'll, you think that you'll get better karma for it. No, do it if you want to do it, but don't do it just because you're trying to make yourself look better. Yeah. Do it for yourself. And that's the whole basis of Satanism. It's basically a humanist philosophy wrapped in a dogma blanket. Mm. So Anton Sander LeVay, the guy who created it, he wanted attention on this uh, subject that he was creating, and so Mm. he decided to turn it into a religion, Mm. and it took off more than he ever thought it would. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the name kind of satirical? Of Christian? I yes. think you mean satanical. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? I haven't. I just, I just came up with it. I'm that good. And that's why I started a podcast. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he makes the big bucks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> up to 50, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, because he, he, he had major problems with uh, Christianity, and so he wanted okay. to... Because Satan means opposition. Devil yeah. means opposition. And, um. He figured it would piss everybody off if he named the church after mm. the devil and gave it a mascot, and that's mm. exactly what happened. And that's what started all this backlash and everything. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh no, you're holding these black masses and all these. You're killing babies." It's like none of that shit's happening. Yeah, right. it's just a bunch of chill dudes hanging out, you know, wanting to break away from religion they've been persecuted from their whole life. Mm. Somebody who's a actual like Satanist who's never been in any other religion kind of confused me. I'm not going to discredit anyone's beliefs, but Satanism has an appeal to people that were forced out of another religion. Yeah, I feel that. uh, I was raised Mormon. 
So I, when I started having issues with that church when I was like 14, 15, started asking questions. They're not a big fan of questions. Yeah, they don't like those. Um, I started just branching out, you know. I studied a little bit of Buddhism, a little bit of, little bit of Taoism, a little bit of uh, Hinduism, a little bit mm. of everything. And Satanism just kind of stuck to me, and I really, I yeah. really loved it. I, I feel like what I've seen from Satanism is... Um, you're very able to take like whatever parts of whatever religions you want and try and like incorporate them into your lifestyle. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you take every religion there is and you put it in a pot and you just boil down all the bullshit, the things that come up are the same. Be nice to each other. Yeah. Treat yourself right. Don't rape. That's it. That's really it. (laughs) Religion was instilled to keep control of barbarians that they were too weak to control physically. (laughs) That's pretty much all it is. I like how be nice to each other and don't rape are different. Like you can be nice and rape, but oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some nice guys in prison. Yeah, probably. I can see that. Never been in prison. Arza has. He's been there for a couple of years. Yeah, not I haven't. That's not true. Some hard time. But hard time. Uh, I believe Mike. I don't, I don't it'd be that. interesting. It'd be interesting to experience prison. What? Up? We should get a prisoner. Like, on. like I don't. I I actually would really like that to get a prisoner on. Like I'm not gonna voluntarily go to prison, but I went to prison but for like, seven years. Just do a mini Stanford prison experiment with just you two. <laughs> I'm obviously going to be, be the guard. guard. Yeah, <laughs> the one Easy that just goes too far. Yeah, that's my specialty. Enjoys it too much. I've actually heard that they haven't been able like, to recreate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, one. Yeah, because it's, it's inhumane. Yeah, inhumane. But I even before like they decided it was inhumane, I, didn't they try to recreate it and they couldn't? And I they, can't say for sure. I, I don't know. know. I, I can't, can't say for honestly, sure. Honestly, it either. seems like I totally agree. Like you know, once you get into like the group mentality mm-hmm. and like. You know, stripping him down naked and all that. Like, I, I could see something similar to that, but like how far it went, it seemed a little intense. And like, granted, you know, I've never done it on myself yeah. or anything like that, but I think I remember, yeah, seeing that they tried to recreate something at least pretty similar and they haven't found any results, like even kind of resembling. Also, it's kind of like that Russian sleep experiment, too, you know, where they kept people awake for 15 days. Oh, that's fake, you wasn't can't, it? You can't, you can't, whether it's fake or not, I don't know. I just mm. have heard of it, but, uh, mm. You can't recreate a, uh, uh, an experiment that intense mm. without people knowing what you're doing, yeah, and that affects true. the that affects the experiment in and of itself. Mm, that's true. So yeah. if you get together people together and go, oh, we're redoing the Stanford Prison Experiment, people already kind of know what might happen, and that's going to affect it. Mm. So that why that's why they can't get any coherent results. There could be I other think, countries that do that, right? Like I don't read, like I feel I like uh, like India hasn't hurt like a lot of. India hasn't heard of the Stanford Prison Experiment. Maybe they know. have. Like, maybe they have. Like, I'm just saying, like, you <laughs> know, some faraway country. Yeah. No, okay, India. Only on. India. Like, they would ever hear about the Stanford Prison Experiment. There's one guy, he represents India, he said no. Yeah, he said no. I talked to, I talked to the one Indian, he said <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, I bet you there's, like, other countries that haven't heard of, like, uh, psychology experiments. Like, I think it's a pretty big thing in the U.S., mm. but I don't know how big it is in, like, mm. other countries. So, like the U.S. Mm. and Germany and Russia were the, the like the biggest contributors. I think I'm not really sure. I think China maybe too. I have no idea. Mm. The psychology experiments in yeah. general. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. Because when you have such big populations and stuff like that, and you're, you know, trying to I don't know. And I to do and I know that. Germany in the Second World War, and all the horrible stuff they did. Like we learned a lot medically mm-hmm. from their horrible experiments. We did, and a lot of the, uh, a lot of the doctors and scientists that were part of those uh, experiments you got like pardoned oh yeah we kept all the scientists yeah. we kept the smart guys and locked the dumb ones down in Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same thing with japan too like they found a ton of J- japanese like experiments uh, and stuff after world war ii and they're like oh yeah we'll take you guys and like 
Yeah. I, I, all the experiments. Have you ever read that the Japanese stuff? No. I, the stuff they do? Don't. It was like like a lot of people, like uh, historians, consider the Japanese to be more brutal than the Germans were. Really? I yeah. Believe I believe that. They with like, experiments specifically? Or like, like with, with torture with as well? With their camps and stuff. Really? Um, I didn't know about that, actually. They would like... Like, the one that comes to mind is, like, they would, like, pour water on prisoners' arms and let their arms freeze outside, and then they would, like, hit them with bats and stuff to, like, see how it reacted when it was frozen. Like a little kid on an anthill just seeing what would happen. Yeah. They have no idea they what... They got the lighter, they got the magnifying That's crazy. Glass. I, didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they did. And they, there's more That's stuff more just I remember, like sadistic but I don't want like, to What would happen it. if I choked you? I heard, yeah. a, I heard of one, the uh, Chinese water torture. Have you ever heard of that? I've Where heard they, of it. I can't remember what it is. They strap somebody down and like uh, make sure their head doesn't move. And then over the course of days and days and days, just they slowly drip just one drop of water yeah. on their head I've over heard and over and over. And they, they tested it again on Mythbusters a long time ago. And... Th- they actually like went crazy after a couple hours. They like couldn't do it anymore. That's and crazy. they would do it for days and days and days to try to get people to talk or give up information and stuff. And this started out as an experiment, and it's just crazy. Yeah, and and it's crazy because it's been shown that torture doesn't lead to like reliable information. That's just the U.S. trying to get people to not torture him. No, but the U.S. still tortures. Well, (laughs) actually, I've read a lot of books on how most of what they're doing is actually like kind of getting him to be on your side now. Yeah, no, you want to be like, you want to be really friendly and you don't want to start off that way. You don't want to go in and walk in there with your suit on and they're in handcuffs be like, hey buddy, what kind of information you got? You just want to like, I forget who wrote this book. Um, or the book, but um, it was the spy, and he always talked about how like how he would get people to start talking, like enemies and stuff. Is he would go in the room, sit down, not say any words, and just start reading the newspaper mm-hmm. for like an hour every day. And soon, like months would go by, and like the guy still wouldn't talk. And then eventually, the guy who's like just kind of chilling there is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And that's the first in is like. You know, why are you in here not talking the to first me? Person to talk it's, he's going to go crazy. He's like, this person's coming in all the time and he's reading the newspaper and he's leaving. And yeah, he always responds like, oh, I just like how quiet he's in here. And then it slowly like starts building a relationship off that. I'm mm. sure they got different methods now if he can write yeah. about it. But. My, my, one of my good friends, he is an interrogator for the army. And what they taught him, it sounds really similar, is like you would want to get, convince them that you're on their side. Yeah. And t- tell them like, hey, this like organization you're working with, this country out that you're working with, they've abandoned you. And like, we'll they give don't you this, care about we'll you. give you that. Yeah, we're get, we're gonna help you. Yeah. And and uh, we're gonna protect you and protect yeah. your family. And yeah. Make sure that your country won't think that you're being yeah, treasonous. Exactly. Like exactly. Catch more flies with honey than you do with salt. Yeah. Exactly. Is that how the saying goes? But I've never heard that, but I like that. You never heard that? You catch, uh-uh. more, catch more flies with honey than you do with salt. No, I've never heard that. Have you heard that? No. Really? I love that's that. That's a pretty common saying. That's going to be my new... Catch more flies with it. That's going to be my new Mike the Helm slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, there's been counts of uh, not double, not triple, not quadruple, but like seven spies. Like, you know, like the double spies and like triple spies. Oh, were yeah. Seven oh. times. Seven like times someone the Cold switched War? Like double agents Yeah, double agents. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, double agents. Seven. So and like, that's just what they know about, too. <laughs> Wait, so like... The U.S. hires them, and then they go into Russia, but they actually they're an agent them. for Germany. And, yeah. But then, dang, that's Man, crazy. Man, I keep, can't even keep track of what days I'm supposed to go to work. Right? <laughs> Honestly. God, Seems like you would mix them up. Man. Sometimes, you know, when you, like, text the wrong person? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, that was Russia. I meant to text, I meant to text Austria. <laughs> right. 
JK for someone else. <laughs> Sorry, that was my friend. Right. My brother. Texted my friend that. stole my phone. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't mean to ask you. I know my friend did it. <laughs> Except you know it's you know that's spies. The spies but unless if you wanted to. Um, no, that's yeah. hilarious. Unless that, 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 that question mark. Make a good movie. Who would play the? Well, the guy who played Mr. Bean, he would play that. Oh role my god, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, he'd be like, texted the wrong person. Yeah, I'd watch it. Sorry, where were you going with that though? I don't know. Um, with what? I thought you were in the middle of a sentence, and then we started talking about. Oh no! I, I mean, I do want to revisit stuff. Satanism. Oh, definitely want to revisit Satanism. I guess but, we'll just uh, go back to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's, but there, oh, sorry, oh, there's different types of Satanism, right? Like, yes. Where, because I know, I, I remember I went uh, and read a pamphlet, and one of them was like, like the tenets were like all about self kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's there's several different, um, and for anybody I don't know everything take everything I say with a grain of salt but this is just what I know okay um, Satanism focuses more on yourself um, and the there's another uh, group I think they're called the Temple of Satan or Satan's Temple or something like that and they focus on uh, political moves and protests in order to get religious more religious freedom for um, miss or underrepresented uh, factions like you know, all these religions that, like, you don't really know about, but they're not really respecting the stuff. So they go so and maybe they... like Wiccans or something like kind that? Kind of, yes. Okay. So, similar to that. I think that's, I think that's basically what... The, I, I know they do more, but that's, that's the, the basis of what they do. And then there's the actual devil worshippers, which are the wild ones. They're the, mm. they're the ones who are like, Hail Satan, you know. Ghost sacrificial Fucking stuff. killing lambs and shit. That's wild. I don't have the energy for that kind of behavior. So you haven't no. killed a single goat in well, your entire career. That, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it's interesting because you can kill a goat to eat it and it's fine, but if you do it to sacrifice it, that's all of a sudden off limits. No, not that it's off limits, I would say. It's just a little it's definitely weird. on limits. Just right? a little weird. <laughs> it's on limits. Um, I, had, I had friends on my boat that were um, Norse pagan, which is a very popular religion in the military for some reason. Norse pagan. Norse pagan. You ever know? You ever heard about that? No. Is oh, it like going I, by I, Norse I mythology? Have, I yes. have heard of it. Yes. So there's there's a there's a whole massive yeah, group of, of people. Yeah, kind of. They they call it like uh, they, they they call them they call themselves the heathens. Like they 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 worship Odin and Thor and mm. um, really because I've heard of like people worshiping like Greek mythology and stuff and that's so I'm little, sure there's been a yeah, couple yeah, trickling yeah, out but it's a big Norse thing Norse paganism though is taken off wow uh, it, it is, Odin it is and Thor and all now. that Loki mm -hmm. and the they wear, they wear uh, Thor's hammer as a necklace they um, they actually they petitioned the ship to let them grow out their hair and their beards because it was part of their religion it ended that up not happening but they got really oh. close they, they got, got real close they got real close the reason you can't have a beard in the military is because your gas mask won't seal and you're going to die. Right. Um, also keeps you in check, right? When everybody sure. has the same haircut, same Probably. beard, and all that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't speak for those it, people. So ever it's since, interesting um, how that's one of the they, things, but special forces, it's fine. Yeah. Well, that, they, do that, they do that so they can blend in to regular society. society. Because yeah. I, I could walk down the street and I could point out a military guy right off the bat. Everybody that was in the military can do that. Yeah. Because they just, the way they, the way they act... The way they're cut, like even the way they, they talk, I feel like right. Kind At least of. That's, that's stuff a little I've harder noticed. because uh, nowadays, I guess back in the day that 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 makes sense, but nowadays uh, everyone's a little bit more obsessed with self-expression and right. and and uh, and uh, in, uh, individual freedom and stuff like that. So people try to be as individual as we can, 
like my way of protesting when I was in was you had to, if, if your hair on the side of your head touches your ears, you have to shave it. You have to cut it down. But it, the hair on the top of your head has to be less than four inches. So mine was right at four inches. Right. Like I would keep it right there and then I would slick it back like a greaser. And that was like my protest. Right. <laughs> it was the lamest protest ever, but it was a big deal on the ship because not a lot of people had long hair at all. And I get stopped all the time. Like you need to cut that. Like, okay. Right. I but, guess uh, self-expression is a huge thing that people are trying to sell. Not really the way people talk, but the way they look, the way they like kind of act and they're always the way they dress. Like you can point them out. I can't really explain it that well, but they're, yeah. they're easy to find. Yeah. I think I was thinking of like the standard stereotype of like well-spoken and like polite and to yourself. Like at least that's what I think of with like no, sir. people that recently <laughs> came out of the military. I, I got some friends. Maybe in the, military the Air Force. Like they that. seem like nice people. That's but funny. Cause I am referring to Air Force. No, my group of people right were the ones that, uh, walked around 30 people deep in a foreign country blasting hip-hop just being as ignorant American as we can those right. are the, those are military guys those are military <laughs> just guys. getting belligerently drunk and breaking shit that's that's more accurate I wouldn't describe anybody as polite hmm. I guess unless you're talking to somebody you have to be polite to so you were in the military five years five years five years yep. okay I was uh, stationed on the Lincoln on the east coast and, and in the Navy, I don't know much about the Navy. What, what was your MOS? What, what, what were your So in the Navy, instead of MOSs, we have uh, what we call rates. Okay. And, uh, God, sorry, um, rates that combines your rank and your job. Like for mm -hmm. example, I was AO3, Aviation Ordinanceman, third class. Okay. So that's kind of how we end that. You got like ITs, uh, you got like uh, SOs, you know, SHs, and it just describes your job and then your rank. Okay. Um, so I was AO3 when I got out, and um, we built we built bombs. We uh, put together rockets. We inspected missiles, and then we sent them up. I worked in the deep bowels of the ship, and then we sent them up, and they would put them on planes and go do whatever they wanted and if they didn't send them or if they didn't drop them they would send them back down to us we'd take them apart and mm. put them away sounds way cooler than it is it's it was not fun really no it wasn't fun at all so do you do you look back uh on your military days with fond memories at all or oh yeah no absolutely um it's kind of like it's kind of like like the friends you make there it's been described as similar to having like a prison cellmate mm. like the, the worst thing the military does to you is it gives you the best friends you'll ever have in your life and then just takes them away. And mm. it sucks. It really sucks because my best friends in the world are all over the country. So right. I can't realize. I mean, it's like a brotherhood, you know? It is. We talk all the time. I actually met up with a couple of my old friends that we went to uh, boot camp and A school together. I met up with them in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago and we hung out for the first time in a couple years. It was really nice. Mm. But uh, you lose bonds with most of the people you work with, but there's a few people that you just really stick with you. And... um. What were you saying? Well, I just went on a tangent. What was your question? Um, Shit, I completely forgot. Was it about the military or mm -hmm. about Satanism? No, it was about the military. Military, I asked, like fond memories. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or? So plenty of fond memories. Mostly just, you know, work sucks. We power through 12, 16-hour days. And Holy then cow. Friday night, we get completely obliterated. We hang out. We, we would, because we lived in a, a barracks. So we would like pop our heads out and see people walking down the hall that we knew and we'd invite mm. them in. So it started with this little <laughs> gathering of four or five people. And yeah. then we ended up with like 30 people in a one bedroom apartment, <laughs> right. just going nuts. And nobody cared because everyone in the building was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of good memories, a lot of shitty ones, but a lot of good memories. Dang. Um, don't want to go back. Uh, I don't regret doing it though. 
I feel like that's probably, that's usually what I get in response with a lot of people in the military is like, they don't regret it at all, but like they, they're glad that it's, that it's over. There's things about it I do regret, things I would have done differently. Right. But I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. 50-50. 50-50. That's a, that's a quote my dad always says, because, you know, you never really know what happens when you, when you go back, like. Oh. I, he always jokes around like, oh, if you went back and bought a bunch of Bitcoin, then, you know, you might crash your new um, Lamborghini and die. So it's like... Interesting. That's, that's how I see hindsight 50 like some weird parallel on butterfly effect kind of thing. I yeah, like kind of, yeah. yeah. I've always liked that quote. I don't know. Interesting. No, I never even heard of that before. That's, not, that's nice. Are there tattoos that aren't okay in the military? Like certain... Uh, uh, it depends on the branch. Um, it used to be in the Navy, you had to be able to cover up any tattoos below your sleeve line and below your shorts line. You had to be able to cover them up with one hand. Mm. Um, a year, All of them up or just the certain just the, Well, if you had one, you had to be able to cover that up. And then there had to be a two-inch space until you got another one. And you, had to be, you have to be able to cover that one up, too. Interesting. So, like, when I got these ones, uh, that was when that was in effect. So, I could oh, still cover those ones okay. up. And this one, I can cover that one up. But then a year or two into my contract, they, they said from the neckline down... You can have anything you want. Really? Hands, wow. neck, or hands, and then on your neck you could have a two by two tattoo. So that's why almost everybody in the military has these tattoos right behind their ears, oh, just because that's the spot that everyone gets them. Like you could walk down any installation and see military or navy guys specifically. I can't speak for the other branches, but navy guys with tattoos behind their ears because that was the only other place that we were allowed to get them. Dang. But yeah, no, it opened up. Marines are still like that, where you have to be able to cover them up. I think. Okay. But uh. After a while, they gave up. They were like, oh, Navy's the most tattooed branch ever. Let's just let them do it. Right. So people came out with full sleeves and hand tattoos. That's really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. There's a stereotype with the anchors, right? Like all these old Navy guys have the anchor tattoo. New Navy guys do too. New Navy um, guys do. It's not so much with the anchors anymore. Um, there's a couple that are pretty um, that are pretty uh, common, like a, a sea turtle you get if you're a shellback, which a shellback is if you cross the equator on a, on a deployment. Mm. There's oh, a whole ceremony okay. involved there that's a lot of violence, but we're not allowed to talk about it. I never oh, I actually I, I never a became book a shellback. About that a yeah, bit. I never became a shellback. Uh, I, I flew off of my deployment long before they crossed the equator. But they kind of make you crawl through like mud and shit, right? It's it's, it's just a day and a half of just, it's just torture. torture. And just, it's and all the all the, all the, all the people that have gone through there. And it's great. Rank don't matter. Rank don't matter during the show. I heard that too. Officers get fucked over like anybody. Yeah, our our CMC, our command master chief, he was third in charge of the entire boat. He wasn't a shellback. He's been in for 30 fucking years. So everybody's waiting. And he he was never a shellback. But he was like, there was E3s squirting mustard and shit, like just messing with him all all the time. It's great. Uh, I wasn't there, but I heard a lot about it from my friends. So you and, can't uh, talk about that too much? That's a secret, kind of? Yeah, it's, uh, well, plus, I don't know a lot about it. I never was really? a shellback. Okay. So I know rumors, but, but yeah, I was never, that's basically I was never a part of it. I think so I read a couple articles on it. If you do that, it. you can get like a sea turtle, and that signals you're a shellback. Um, the sparrows on your shoulders, um, each sparrow represents 5,000 nautical miles out to sea. So you'll see a lot of guys with two sparrows on their, on their inside of their shoulders. Mm. And then uh, hold fast across your knuckles. That's another one because uh, the bosun's mates, the guys who work the ropes and the lines up on the top deck, um, the signal to stop is doing this, and they say hold fast, so they get that tattoo. That's a pretty common one. That's oh, cool. interesting. Okay. Um, anchors, anchors are common, obviously, but not so much anymore. I think I would get an anchor. Because everyone thinks. I thought thinks, about joining the Navy for a long time in high school. Everyone so. thinks anchors are just so lame. I am that you lame. Freaking... I'm the lame guy. Yeah, I'd still get an anchor tattoo. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about it, and then I. 
I was gonna get an anchor on my chest, but instead I just got this little boat. I, that. I love ships too. Yeah, I guess I'm old like that. school schooners and stuff. I think they're really cool. Oh, yeah. So I, I know in the army you can't put your hands in your pockets when you're in uniform. Is that a thing in the navy? Yeah, that's that's oh, that's, that's so military ass. wide. It, well, the Air Force, I was told the Air Force can. But the Air Force can do anything. That's true. The That's Air true. Force is a glorified babysitting service. <laughs> Fucking assholes. They're so weird, too. They're the weirdest people ever. Like, they they only come out at night. Like, you never see them walking around during the day. And they're just fucking, like, their, ba- their barracks are the most... They put Marines in a barracks when I was in A school. Because uh, I trained with uh, a bunch of the different service, service yeah. branches. And the Marines had just this garbage barracks garbage and then the air force moved in and they were like well this needs to be fixed and then it was like a five-star hotel don't they like get tvs in their barracks and stuff like that? i stayed in an air force barracks i had a fucking maid that made my bed for me what yeah i lived in an air force barracks for probably about Damn. six months okay and literally it was a hotel they put mints okay. on the pillows that seems like a pretty <laughs> it was weird <laughs> it was like a pretty good deal. it was the weirdest thing you can ever. bring your mom with though. you she can make you sandwiches when you're out right <laughs> yeah yeah, no, definitely. That's, a, but yeah, that's no, one thing I think your, like Army, Navy, and Marines can like always agree on is like they how spoiled how spoiled the Air Force is <laughs> and the Coast Guard and Coast Guard too. We just make fun of the Coast Guard because they're useless. Marines have it the worst, right? Like they get the least funding. I'm pretty sure. Um, they're just treated the worst. Treated the worst emotionally. Emotionally, I could see that. They're yeah. monsters. They're all just animals. They're, they're all great. Fucked to hang up out in their with. own way. Oh, they're great hangs. They're, they're great drinking buddies, but they're just a little wild. When I was in Florida, they actually were put on lockdown. They couldn't leave the base, and they couldn't even leave their barracks until certain times mm. because a bunch of them got drunk and went out to a Toys R Us and got a bunch of dart, uh, like Nerf guns out and yeah. set a perimeter and took the manager hostage and did what? a whole thing just because they were bored. Wow. And oh, so, my God. <laughs> they got in some big trouble for that. I'm sure they did. I yeah. bet. I, I remember when I was in ROTC, um, one of the cadres said, "Like, there's only there's actually only two branches of the military: the army and the navy. The Air Force is a, a corporation. The, the Air Force stemmed from the Army Air Corps in the 1950s. Yeah. yeah, but he said he said the Air Force is a corporation and the Marines are a cult. Yeah, I believe that for sure. I thought that was funny. They're wild, man. They're so fun. They're just a little much. They got those cool jackets, right?" Their uni- their uh, oh those the blues their uniforms yeah the panty droppers that's what they call them yeah oh yeah those are some good looking uniforms they do look good. meanwhile we're walking around looking like the guy the mascot for fucking cracker jacks yeah <laughs> God, I hated those whites so much <laughs> so funny did you get married in the uniform no no I refused oh okay I refused um, my ex father in law I guess uh, he was a lieutenant commander in the mm. navy and he wanted me to but I told him no. Mm. Like it's not happening. Do, do you uh, do you get people thanking you for your service ever? Uh, every once in a while. Well, what are your thoughts on Less that? Less now. I. It's the most awkward experience. It's like I don't know how to describe it. They come up and they're, they're like, "Oh, what did you do?" I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I'm I'm 25. I spent five of my most impressionable years in the military. It's yeah. all I know. Yeah. So yeah. when I tell stories about my life. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. yeah. And they go, oh, you were in the military? Thank you for your service. I was like, okay, can we just keep talking about stuff? Why does that have to... <laughs> if you saw what I did on that boat, you wouldn't be thanking me. You'd be like, oh, wow, you guys just get paid to fuck around. Like, yeah, <laughs> we really do. <laughs> I, I, it's just weird. Uh, it's awkward. I don't know what to say. So do you, do you feel like it's awkward just because you feel like it doesn't warrant a thank you? Or like, 
I, I've seen, I've heard some people talk about it and they're like, what we're doing, like, shouldn't be glorified. And like, we like the military, like I've heard of yeah. people in the military that don't actually support the military. Oh yeah. And it oh, bugs yeah. them being thinked. Oh yeah. Because of that. Because when you get in, you don't really know what you're getting into. Mm. Um, like for me, cause I was an Ordy, we built explosives. So yeah. they go boom, that's their job. And every once in a while, the, our, uh, our gun boss would bring us up and be like, hey, just so you know, this was the bomb that you guys built. And they'd show us this like actual like Call of Duty looking cam footage of just this empty shack. And then it just blows up. And it's like, cool. I don't know what was going on in there, but mm. guess I did that. Like, it doesn't right. really, I, I can see how like Army, Marines, and even like uh, boots on the ground, any kind of, you know, active in the fucking fray service, I can understand how they'd see it a little differently. But for us, we were just floating in the middle of the fucking ocean. Mm. It didn't really feel that special, you know? We got to do some mm. cool stuff, but it didn't feel like... It felt just like a job that I was getting really mm. screwed over in. Okay. So there wasn't a ton of, like, uh, like combat with, like... I saw no Really? Oh, no, that's I, interesting. I never knew about the closest that, we, The closest I got was when we went through the Suez Canal, and I, the, all the weapons guys, we had to man the 50 cal mounts. So I'm sitting there on my big gun, just waiting, doing nothing. We can't, even if they shot at us, we can't do anything until the captain tells us we can. Because really? going through the Suez Canal with two different countries on the side of you, I, one accidental bullet goes off and a war starts. Oh, yeah. It's that, it's that intense. Mm. Well, that's what they told us anyways. I don't know if it's actually that intense. but No, that, that was the closest I ever got was just seeing a bunch of dudes in trucks with guns going along the side of the Suez. And then we left and went back to business. It really wasn't that interesting. Mm. Is that ship still stuck in the Suez? No, 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 no he got no. out. It got taken out. Yeah. Okay. Immediately crashed afterwards, I heard. Oh, really? really? I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that after they got unstuck, he crashed into another ship. They're like, that's what you fucking get. Which probably. is just the <laughs> that ship crashing into best him. thing ever. I saw a meme the other day. It was like, imagine being the second boat or the first boat going through after they get unstuck and you have the capability of doing the funniest thing ever. <laughs> getting, getting stuck getting again. Stuck again. <laughs> what are they they lost something crazy. It's like a hundred million dollars an hour. Or like Probably. Uh, it's like ten block. it's like ten percent of the world's trade goes through yeah. there or something. It was so a nuts number. Like Well it's not huge. It's actually it's not that wide. We had maybe thirty feet of room on either side of the canal wow. of our ship. How how do you know how wide your ship was? Uh it's a carrier, so it was I'm not going to make up a number. I can't remember. I know it's eight, uh, like, well, it's been a while. <laughs> I, this was all like stuff on a test. No, I can't remember. Um, I know it's 80 feet tall from the water to the top of the deck. I know that that's 80 feet tall. But the width, I want to say like 50, 60 feet. That's all? Wow. I would have thought they were bigger it than that. It feels like a fucking parking lot. Yeah. It feels like you're in a Walmart parking lot when yeah. there's no planes on there. It's, it's really interesting. I do know, because I did security, I do know that walking around the perimeter of it takes exactly 26 minutes because mm. when you're on watch for six hours you find shit to entertain entertain yeah you find anything on there yeah it's saying length is uh 1000 feet and then the width is 252 oh i was way off oh, okay so that's still not a lot that's like 300 feet of room in the canal that's like, like a football field yeah, but, I mean, that's not massive. I guess, yeah, I guess for 10% of the world's trade. Yeah, for literally only being able to go through there, that's yeah. not... Yeah, uh, that's true, that's true. Because yeah. you couldn't fit two of them in there yeah. at all, so... No, it's just, just a procession, one, time. one after the other. Yeah, It was cool, though, because when we went through, it was my ship, and then there was a Spanish Navy ship, and then there was a British Navy ship, and then there was another one of ours. It was like this whole procession. Mm. It was really cool, actually. 
So why were you... I oh, probably can't answer that, actually. What? No, I can. Uh, why were you there? Uh, we, uh, we actually got screwed over out of a port. So what we were doing, the reason we deployed was we were going on a round-the-world cruise to because uh, we had just gotten out of dry dock, uh, refurbishing the ship. Every 25 years, carriers get refurbished. Um, and that was where I spent most of my time was refurbishing the ship. And then we took off, and we were supposed to hit, around the world trip is supposed to be a cruise, you know? You, you hit ports every two weeks, and you, it's a projection of, like, friendliness and power and strength mm. and stuff like that. It's a, so you talk in other countries quite a bit? Oh, the yeah. Navy? Oh, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I heard on the Jocko podcast. It's uh-huh. like a big part of being in the Navy is literally just, like, yeah. there's, like, dog fights and just, like, kind of, like, introducing they everybody to each other. They, and, they don't see us when we're out in the middle of the ocean, but what they do see is when we pull into port and we go and interact with everybody. Right. And so... We we pulled into Palma, Spain, which is an island just off the coast, um, and we stayed there for a week. That was fantastic. I loved it. And then we pulled into, well, we were going to pull into Croatia, and then um, two thousand. this was in 2019, mm. in like May, and uh, Yemen was starting to mm. throw missiles and stuff at other countries. So they're like, hey, you guys are close. No more ports. Go to the Persian Gulf. Right. So they canceled all our ports, and we went through the Suez, and we floated around in the Persian Gulf for a few months. Interesting. Man, so you you were, even two years ago, you were in the Navy. Wow. Yeah, I got out in 2019. Wow. They must crazy. tell you to really, like, be on top of your game when you're talking to other armies, right, in the other yeah, countries no, and it stuff. Was, They're like, really... you better fucking make sure you look tip-top shape. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, and the American military compared to other people's military is, is pretty funny because you could tell they sent their, because when we pull out to the, when we pull into the port, especially in Spain, um, half of the, half of the, uh, security was us. Half of them was the Spanish military just to, you know, work together. Right. They ended up getting along really well. Everyone was friends with each other, but you could tell they picked their biggest guys. Oh yeah. Their biggest, like most tough guys. And even their biggest, toughest guys were like the same size as our just regular dudes. Right. Cause you got some monsters, man. For sure. Just people who just had nothing to do all day, but work out. Yeah. That's really interesting though. It makes sense. They want you to, cause you know, America's supposed to be like that big brother for pretty much every country. That's yeah. What they're trying to be the big guy. For the most part. I was taught all my life that everybody hates Americans. It's not true at all. No. Oh my God, they loved us. Shitty Europeans. Some. Not even shitty Europeans. We not even in, shitty Europeans. Bro, we were, so when we were in Spain, obviously I don't speak Spanish, right. if you could tell by my everything, but we would um, go to the Spanish or the English section of Palma, which is because Palma's where all of the all of the UK comes for vacation, basically, hmm. and uh, we just. All day, all these all these British girls wanted us to do was say American slang in our accent. That's all they want. They wanted to say, hear us say. They thought y'all. your accent was sexy. They, yep, they wanted to hear us say y'all. They wanted to hear us say hey dude. They wanted to, hey dude. They loved it. That's funny. They loved hey it. Was dude. So fucking weird. Wait, they they think it's sexy? Oh yeah. Damn, I need a. I can't speak for all of them, but I know no. a lot of the people <laughs> no, that we were there just loved our accents. And meanwhile, we're hanging out with these Irish chicks. Like, you need to talk for me. What are you talking about? That's funny. I've never been a fan of like different voices. Like, uh, I've never had like like oh, I think London accents are really attractive. Accents don't do it for you? No, not really. Oh, yeah, I kind of same. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of one where like they're all fine. I'm yeah. not like uh, it's not, I'm not turned off. If they open their mouth <laughs> it's and like, it's like wait, you're Australian? Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like honestly, I feel like Utah accents are some of the worst sounds mm. mountains and yeah mountains and yeah milk I, I, and I you know i actually recently found out i've been saying something all the time on the podcast 
and I usually try to say something specifically. But yeah, I'll, I'll if I'm talking like really relaxed, I'll say like, oh, something cool, There's something pretty pretty neat. <laughs> so I hate that. I hate something. Utah is the only place that think Utah has a different accent. Dude. Outside of the states, I've never heard that. It's like, oh, your accent sounds weird. No, I've never heard that before. Really? I, 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 I maybe it's other mostly people, an east and west kind of thing, right? Yeah, maybe I'm, other people have different experiences than I do, but I've never had somebody say that they think my accent is different. The only reason that I talk a little bit different is because I lived in so many goddamn places on the East Coast, yeah, yeah. and here it's, I say all kinds of weird shit, but. I feel like a lot of people expect Southern. That's what I've heard, but maybe not. In Utah? No, like, if you go to a different country, like, oh, I thought you'd oh, talk yeah. more of a. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's, there's like 15 different regional accents in just the UK, and. Like Welsh. Cockney. Welsh, Geordie, Cockney, London, uh, Scouse, all, all these different accents. And so we just expect proper Southern English, no, but they expect, they expect us to sound like fucking cowboys. Right. They really do. And they're surprised when we don't. You should have heard when they met somebody from Boston. It threw them off completely. Boston oh, threw them off? I love Boston. I bet, accent. actually. They're like, why do you sound like that? Like, sound like what? <laughs> like, it's so funny. What are you talking about? Water. <laughs> water. Water. Okay, Philly, Philly accent. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I notice most of it. Cause like I go to California, I don't notice accents, but I'll go to like New York and I'll notice like people talk yeah, pretty differently. So I think it's different. like east and west kind of mm-hmm. kind of differences. Yeah, then we got like Texas in the middle, and it also has a lot to do with urban and rural as well. Yeah, like you could be you could be from Montana in a rural part of Montana and have a southern accent just because that's how people talk out there. I don't know. It's further you are away from civilization, the more you speak in a southern accent for some reason. I don't know why that is the way it is. I know some of the smaller towns, like, close to the border are pretty Canadian. Yeah. Too, yeah. I met a guy from Alaska, and he had a Canadian southern accent. Like, he sounded like wow. a, he sounded like somebody who was from Canada, but also from the deep south. It was hilarious. Look at that. I'd like to talk to him. <laughs> my, my family's all from Alaska. That's, oh, yeah? I wasn't raised there, but that's where I was born. I didn't know that. What? Did you really not? I didn't know that. Oh, no. yeah, that's where... Fake friends. Like, you guys uh, are. like, most of my siblings, like, you know, they we moved when most of my siblings were, like, 12 or so. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I uh, and I saw a bunch of family up there. I wonder what part of Alaska is from because I haven't heard anything Juno. too crazy. They say that, Juno. oh, Juneau's pretty, pretty rural, but most of it is just like wolves. I hear like what people say wolves a lot instead wolves. of wolves. Wolves, creek instead of creek. I, like I, I say that I got yeah. corrected for my girlfriend lit me up because <laughs> she goes just came out of your fucking mouth word again. And I was like, creek. She's like, it's creek, you fucking imbecile. Like, All right, whatever, God. I make her sound way more mean than she is. <laughs> yeah, we heard that she doesn't like our podcast name. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to her. She Which is, is good. We need she's feedback. She's a very opinionated We, we need honest feedback. So. We like honest feedback. Unless it's about the name. Then we're going <laughs> yeah, to shut, shut that out. You hear that, Leslie? We're <laughs> being judgmental. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, no. It's, I think it's a great name. Thanks. I Thanks. Think it's a fantastic name. It's very creative. I think Satanism is a great religion. Oh, thank you, sir. You make me blush. Um, I want to go back to it. I, I had some questions in my head. Yeah, now. yeah, I'm whatever to forget we, I, I keep going off on tangents on yeah. accents and the military, <laughs> and, I, and I love it, but I, I want to make sure I get all my, my Satan questions in. Um, so, I, Are you thinking of a question, or do you yeah, have one? You go ahead. Um, one. Well, I was going to, I want to talk about the name more, because okay. uh, you talked about the founder. What was his name? Anton Sander LeVay. Anton Sander LeVay. He was a 
uh, organist for the circus before he started. No way. Yes, he was. Interesting. And, like, what what I've kind of heard about the name, like, him creating the name, or, or maybe it was just... Uh, just like people's impression of it was it was it was kind of irony through like him being like uh you know why do people accredit like all the bad stuff that happens to like this mystical being rather mm-hmm. than like humans themselves and yeah. humans should like work on themselves instead of like trying to fight this mystical being yeah or something like that and one thing he opposed going along with that one thing that he opposed was that if something good happens, you thank God. If something bad happens, you curse the devil. He didn't understand that. Why can't anybody take responsibility? Yeah. This th- bad thing happened because I did this, or this mm. bad thing happened because this other person did this. Mm. And so basically he just, he didn't start uh, Satanism by, you know, I want to worship the devil. He started it from falling out of his own religion. I believe Baptist, but I don't, I don't think I'm right on that. Uh-huh. Uh, it was some southern, some southern religion, and uh, it was Christian religion. And he, he hated it. He had so many questions, and it was so annoying, and he just didn't get it. And so he started writing down his thoughts, and he started compiling these theses, and he uh, came up with the Satanic Bible and the Devil's oh, okay. Notebook. That was going to be one of my questions, is if there's like a, a sacred text for it. Not sacred. I wouldn't call it sacred. Well, like the equivalent of like... Like a, a book that compiles, like, the yeah. beliefs and... I would call it more of an instruction guide. Okay, okay. Um, Is it long like the Bible? The no, it's, it's Bible? only about maybe 200 pages. It's a good read if, if, if uh, like, it's... The first four or five chapters are, are very uh, idealistic, and they're very talking about his theories and his beliefs and... Uh, difficulties that he has. And then it starts getting into a little bit more odd stuff, like, believe it or not, Satanism has uh, a form of magic attached to it, which is nothing but psychology. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, I didn't really get it the first few times I read it, so I'm going to summarize it as best I can. So, like, if I wanted to cast a spell on you, it's not a spell at all. Basically, what I'm going to go up to you and say is, hey, last night, because of you did this rude thing to me, I cast an evil spell on you. I'm just telling you that I did. And one of two things is going to go through your head. One, you're going to believe it. And every bad thing that happens to you from there on out, you're going to think it's the curse. Mm. Or you're not going to believe it, which is better, because then every bad thing that happens in the very back of your head, you're going to go, is it the No, that's silly. And then it's just going to drive you crazy. And that's a theory that he had. I've never done that before. It doesn't really make sense to me. Mm. But that's, you know, it does get into a little more weird yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, not everybody does that. Very it, few people actually it's like, do that. It's like uh, when you were a Mormon, did you ever hear of like dusting your feet? Maybe. It's like a Christian thing. I don't know if it comes from the Bible or what, but like basically dusting your feet like puts a curse on people or a town or whatever. Oh, no, I've never And heard it before. will like bring like terrible things or whatnot. Interesting. Very but interesting. I feel like it's a big witch thing too. Like, I'm going to curse you. <laughs> you light depends a candle. On, depends on the, the. I have to defend witches for Leslie. Uh, because she's she's a witch. Okay, I want, I want uh, um, some. There's a whole bunch of different kind of like witch style stuff, and some of them do that stuff. Most witch religions focus on loving and respecting nature. Yeah, oh, that's great. And that's basically all it is. They love crystals. They love sticks. They love nature. They love rocks. They like to get naked and walk around in the woods. It just makes them feel connected. They like to trade energies with you know the spiritual stuff and. I never really got into that, but she got really into that. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty interesting thing to, mm. to, to watch her do. Interesting. But uh, yeah. not a lot of witches do like the 
I'm thinking of like this Facebook witches. Yeah, uh, no, I get what you're saying. It's the same kind of bad juju that uh, they have a dark room and they bought some creepy things on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, and those people exist by troves, but for sure, not everybody. For sure, yeah. Shouldn't have said all witches. Leslie wouldn't have forgiven me if I specific witches. No, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Like uh, I definitely know there's different types. We support your beliefs, Leslie. Thinking of stereotypical witches. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Are there satanic churches? Like that's another question I have. Um, no. To my knowledge, I do not believe there is because, once again, that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, Satanism is breaking away from organized religion, pretty much. Okay, breaking away from devoting yourself to another being. Because if you worship the devil and go to church and worship the devil on Sundays, that's no different than Christianity. You're going to worship some guy that you can't really see or don't really know if they exist or not. Mm. So it just tells you. Focus on yourself, make yourself happy, make your family happy, do what you want to do. And me personally, I'm not arrogant enough to say that there is or there isn't a God. I have no idea. All I know is this right now, and so I'm going to do the best I can with this right now. So you're agnostic, you would say? Or more agnostic yeah, atheist? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like... Don't want to define agnostic it. Agnostic with a touch of deism. I don't know. I, I just kind of live. I, I, got, I, I was so stuck on religious, you know... Uh, tags and, and and titles and stuff for so long that I just wanted to stop focusing on that. I wanted to find a religion that made me not do that stuff. And Satanism is the only religion in the world that will accept you exactly who you are without change. They have, and it uh, felt nice. Were that you was s- the first time I've ever experienced that. Right. Were you Satanist in the military? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I started, People react to that. I feel like military is pretty big uh, Christian... But maybe not. Yeah, no. It's uh, they have they have chaplains on the ship, uh, and each chaplain it's just an officer who's a religious guy, and they're in charge of ceremonies. There's Jewish chaplains, Buddhist chaplains, Christian chaplains. Are there, are there Mormon chaplains? Satanic chaplains? No, no, because Satanism is not allowed to be practiced on the ship, which is funny because you can't practice it anyways. There's really nothing to do. Mm. Is there any other religion that's not the Jedi way? <laughs> the Jedi way. I don't think you're allowed to practice Jedi. No. My, friend, my friend got caught making a lightsaber. He's in jail forever. Oh, dang. No. I have no idea. Uh, I think there's probably others, but um, because your rights in the military aren't the same as your rights in the real world. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. So they're you like, freedom those. of religion? No, you don't get that. Like, right. They encourage it, but not a lot they can do. I get that. I feel like they don't want conflicts either. Like, they you know. Especially with, you know, someone thinking of the stereotypical Satanist, like I say, like, mm-hmm. you know, a Christian person's not going to yeah. get along with that person and things like that. So maybe they're just trying to yeah. make yeah. it more it, and it, accessible it causes, it causes for everyone. Some, it, it causes some, some very interesting conversations you have there. Because, yes, the, the, it, is very, it is very Christian because there's a lot of, think about the people that join the military the most. It's, you know, right. Southerners and, you know, rural kind of people, like very, you know, God-fearing people. They... they a lot of them are raised with the belief that I should go because my dad went, my grandpa went, my Traditionalism. Uncle went. I hear that's a big thing. Traditionalism is one of the biggest reasons people join. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of people are very Christian and very religious. So, um, yes, I would say Christianity is one of the bigger ones, but I would say atheism is bigger than that. Most people just don't believe in anything. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. In the military, oh, huh? Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, obviously, it's different everywhere you go, but just from my experience, um, everyone's just kind of, it's such a mixed bag. Such a mixed bag. You can sit there and have a conversation with five different people, and they're from I, the Philippines and the U.S. and Texas and the U.S. up in Maine and then Jamaica and like all kinds of stuff. It's awesome. Right. 
Yeah, I think I think coming out of organized religion has definitely been like a young person thing. Because yeah. yeah, we're still trying to find people that have uh, you know different views. Not, not not like like not, but like the different views in the sense of like religion and uh, and political ideologies and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, like, like having a super hard time. Mo- most people that we have on, like generally, you know, we might have you know. Nuanced beliefs that are like slightly different, but generally it's like, oh, accept everyone, love everyone, yeah, um, stuff like that, or like, oh, we aren't sure if there's a god or not, there might be a god, there mm-hmm. might not, but there's like, uh, we, we, we have not gotten someone yet that like is a firm believer, oh, yeah, in, in god or you know, has like staunchly different political ideologies than us, right? someone and we our, can find them, like, I, I'm sure I could throw a rock, someone our age that that truly believes like that, yeah, right. I don't know what happened to to people our age that we just have so much different like we have so much uh, not anger like hostility towards like organization of any kind. It's, yeah, it's it's an, it's interesting. Or caring parents maybe that yeah. are more open minded. <laughs> it's just kind of how it is, right? Like your parents are more open minded makes you move, you more open minded. Yeah, the cycle goes. I would say the more strict and you know, intense your parents are, the more open-minded you become. Probably depends on the kind of kid you are too, right? That's, yeah. yeah the same way of like the kid and his brother learned from his alcoholic dad. One of them became an alcoholic. The other one never touched it. Things yeah, like that. For sure. It's like, for sure. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I mean, everyone's individual. There's no, you can't throw a blanket over, over everybody like that, I guess. Makes but, sense. um, speaking of organization. So you said that a lot of Satanism is like kind of rejecting organized religion in a way. Yes. So what, what does the, you, you mentioned that you can become a card carrying member of like the Satanic religion. So yeah. what, what, what does the organization of Satanism do? Like, what's the point of that? Um, do you know? I'm not entirely sure. I do know that, you know, you send in your membership fee and they mm. send it back and it's, I, I can't find a certain reason for it other than to just have it. You know, mm. I mean, it's a cool thing to pop out in a like. Hey, look at this! I have my yeah. It's the same same, reason, card. same reason I carry my Eagle Scout card in my wallet. Just <laughs> why not? You never know when you're gonna pop. Do it you out. have your Eagle Scout I card do. in your wallet? I, I need to see that right now. <laughs> I never got one. Why I'm, an Eagle, got I'm, one. An, I'm an Eagle I Scout. Want, I never got I want one. you. I want. We should open up a GoFundMe for Jordan and have <laughs> like so he can put his Satanist card right next to his Eagle Scout. Card. <laughs> That's such a great combination. Look at that. Yeah, Eagle Scout. Yeah, that? I swear to God. 2011? Country, you know Is that saying? when you... Yeah. 404.11, huh? That's crazy. 13. My dad told me... Or 14. My dad told me that once I got my eagle, I could stop going to scouts. So I got it like two years later. Look at that. Now the scouts are banned. Yeah, this is an antique now. Is it? They're banned. What do you mean? Oh, they they got rid of the, the church. Got rid of the scouts. Yeah, aren't oh, they well, like, that's a good thing. Aren't they like yeah. bankrupt scouts, or something? This, no, the, well, there the was churches, also a lot of uh, allegations. Oh, for, yeah. That's cool. Actually. The church's well, combination you know. of... The scouts and church ruined scouting because my dad ran a non, uh, non-religious because he's a hardcore atheist. Uh, he ran a non-religious uh, scout troop, and it was I, I've been going there since I was like three. So he uh, he had it, it was great. Uh, he had a lot of great times there, and then I started going with the church, the Mormon church, and it was just bad. Just didn't like it. Everything was everything was Jesusy. Right. You know, pray before everything, and yeah. you know we have scripture reading during scout meetings like fuck this dude I don't fucking want to do this shit anymore yeah I do hear praying is still a big thing with like a lot of atheists uh, praying is still a big thing like kind of more of a ritualistic yeah yeah do you ever do you ever pray still no I'm interested no not so much um my the the only kind of real praying I'll do is sarcastic because I'm I can't take anything seriously (laughs) uh 
whenever we're about to do something, you know, intense or like we're about to like go do, we, we're like, all right, huddle around, boys. We're going to pray. And then we say, dear God, stay the fuck out of my way. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just fun. It's, it makes people laugh and hypes them up. So that's what, about as close to praying as I get these mm. days. What does Bart Simpson say on The Simpsons? He's like, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. And then he starts <laughs> chowing down. I, he says I know, something like, I know good food, is, good seat, good God, let's eat. I'm sure this is one episode I, of The Simpsons out of the... I know there's an episode... I, 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 I sound familiar. I know what you're talking about. I know there's an episode of The Simpsons where they were, he was like... Thank you for this food that we worked for and paid for. So I guess thanks for nothing, God. <laughs> something like that. That sounds like some family guy shit. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds like something they would do. That's hilarious. I know. Uh, I think there's a skit in College Humor where yeah, they the Christian family asked this guy to pray, and he said like. God save the queen, all dressed in green. Maybe <laughs> it. it was always sunny. I can't remember what it was. I guess there's a lot of sarcastic praying um, going around. That's funny. I, I still pray sometimes. Sarcastically honestly. only. Okay. No, not sarcastically. Well, I mean, like, I, it's not like I believe someone's there, you know. What do you pray to? Do you just, to the universe? I, I, I guess it's like more of a form of like. Understanding? Like, uh, like contemplation. Like, it's just a okay. way to, for me to like evaluate my day, almost like a meditation of sort, like a thoughtful meditation. Or be thankful. Like, yeah, that's a thing yeah, I hear sure. from like, people. Sure. Yeah, I can reminisce on things I'm grateful for, things I need to work on, th- like goals I have, stuff like that. Um, it's better than just arguing with yourself in the shower like I do. Yeah, exactly. I do yeah. hate praying before dinner. I gotta eat it right then. If it's on my plate, I'm gonna start eating it. <laughs> now, see, the, be- the best part of, of having family that's still very deeply religious is when we go over, like, my grandma and my grandpa are very religious. My mom is religious, but she's cool. And, like, all of the cousins and my sisters and everything, we don't give two fucks anymore. Right. And so when my grandpa is, like, praying before, like, a family dinner or something, we'll all just be dicking around with each other while their eyes are closed. And it's just, it's a fun little tradition, you know? So praying can still be fun <laughs> when you don't believe in it. I get that. <laughs> okay. Staying quiet. I, I do usually, like, wink at the kids or... See how many olives you can eat before anybody right. catches you. Exactly. Yeah, olives are actually amazing. Yeah, it's ridiculous how good they taste. Olives. Nobody was yeah. nobody was talking shit on olives. I don't think. <laughs> that was I such just, a I, why did he just I, that was such I just, a tangent? I just had to make a comment on that. Like, uh, are, you, are you being sponsored by olives now? I, I would know. love to be. Ours does that sometimes. Where he'll just like bring up like cereal. Like, right, oh, black okay, or, black or green? Cereal. Black or green olives though? Black. Black. You don't like green olives? I have I'll take them in a drink. Salty. A little too salty. Uh, have you ever had those green olives where they're like stuffed with like peppercorn, garlic, or peppercorn, yeah. or blue cheese stuffed olives? Yeah, the most disgusting shit I've ever heard. I've never, I've never had you the don't blue, like blue cheese. cheese ones. Blue cheese is mold. Blue and cheese has mold in it. Haven't you read that blue Facebook cheese, post? It doesn't have mold in it. Blue, blue cheese, cheese has mold. mold in Wait, it. isn't that olive cheese? Like it's culture. It's just semantics. Like, Get out of here. It's just old milk. Cheese is old milk, right? What? Cheese is old milk, right? I don't know. Cream cheese. Blue cheese just tastes like death. I hate it. Delicious. You you ever dip the hot wing in blue cheese and eat it? Yeah, by accident all the time. And then I spit it out and have the ranch. I swear it's almost like the same fucking thing as ranch, too. It's like a little creamier (laughs) to me. No, ranch is way better. Really? Blue cheese. It's oh, yeah. Ranch is the, the ultimate condiment. Yeah. I'll take ranch or blue cheese. Like, I'm yeah. not even going to really... Like, I'll tell the difference, but it's like... If it's they, creamy white oh, stuff. I've gotten sandwiches, like chicken sandwiches that came with blue cheese, and I didn't know, and I got physically upset. Like, physically upset. I could not... I was so upset with myself, because I didn't check the menu. <laughs> I feel it's like... Not, it's not their fault. Blue cheese gets people pretty heated. It does. It's such a weird, like... 
Like it's like blue I feel like a pineapple on pizza kind of guy when yeah. I talk about blue cheese because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, it's okay, and then people are like, fuck you, fuck you for hating for for like blue cheese, <laughs> and I do the same thing with pineapple on pizza people. I'm like, pineapple does not fucking belong yes, on pizza. It does. You oh, can fuck put whatever you, you want fuck on you. pizza. No, bro. See, that's literally me being like, fuck you. No, pineapple does not belong. It's on like pizza. it's like diehard Dr Pepper fans do the same thing. I love Dr Pepper, but I'm not like you. You talk shit on Dr Pepper to somebody that loves it, yeah. and they'll rip. Same thing up. with Coke. Same thing with a lot of yeah. Coke people. Oh, yeah. like, like I got a lot of shit like for Pepsi. saying I like Pepsi more than Coke. On <laughs> people the who like Pepsi are like, yeah, I'll take Coke if it's there. But oh, yeah. Coke's like, I would rather drink piss than drink. It's like, <laughs> yeah. wow, calm they're down. Seriously, because have you did you listen to the second episode and we talked about how they're pretty similar uh, with like people who try. I just can't remember. Right, I got you. No, it, uh, we we mentioned that in the second episode and how they're not as crazy different as everybody acts like they are. They're really not. No, so but I like Pepsi a little more. That's my. That's fair. You don't need pineapple on pizza, right? Oh, I, I'm cool with it. Like, I think it's good. What do you think? I wouldn't See, even eat a slice if I'm, pineapple happened I'm to be on pizza. I'm difficult with pineapple because when it comes to any kind of melon, with the exception of watermelon, like cantaloupe and honeydew and, and Does pineapple, pineapple count I as don't a melon? I had no idea. I think so. That makes I sense. That makes sense, though. But I don't hate the taste, but for some reason, something about the texture and the juice, really? it makes me want to throw up. I don't really? know why. Like, just it doesn't taste that bad. It's just, it, it, it hits me and it triggers. Same mm. with beer. I don't hate the taste of beer, but if I drink like that much I'm gonna throw up and mm. I just can't do it it just doesn't agree with me so mm. so this is anytime you eat a watermelon or anything no watermelon's fine I can do watermelon but cantaloupe and pineapple are the biggest offenders really pineapple's like a top tier fruit I wish I liked it I yeah. really really do it is a top tier fruit I agree top tier that's, fruit. that's why you should go on pizza no okay you can put anything on pizza no and it's fine no we don't do a pizza the original way, like in what's, Italy. What's the original way? Just like peppers? No, they took all of the leftovers from their meal, put it on a piece of bread, baked it, and ate it. Huh. That's Italian, true Italian pizza. That's what a chef salad was at restaurants. Uh-huh. Like they called really? it a chef salad because it would be leftover all shit the and they'd scoop it onto the... Now chef salad is a real thing. And it's like ham. It's like ham and cob and whatever. But yeah, it used to just be like, that's the chef's salad and they would just scrape it all onto the no lettuce. No way. Yeah. I always like to think that they went to the chef's lunchbox and stole it. Like, here's the just chef's salad. Cut up his bologna <laughs> He's sandwich like, fuck, I haven't day. eaten that in weeks. God right. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, no. Pineapple, man, I can't. I wish I liked it. I really do. I see people drinking pineapple juice all the time, and I was like, "You can't even do pineapple juice." No, 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 no. See, I don't. You couldn't drink a pina colada. No, no. When I drink pina coladas, I do just the coconut. That's still probably pretty good. Only like if it's hot and I'm like on a beach. Other than that, it doesn't taste that good. Like on a beach, oh, it hits so different. Pina coladas are great all around. Yeah, we like mango. I recently fell in love with mango. I tried mango for the very first time. Like, are you serious? Weeks ago. I feel and like that's almost it? Melanie, right? Like a mango. I didn't have the actual mango. I, I had some mango flavoring. And I was like, I made it into a smoothie. And I was like, fuck, this is delicious. How, is, how am I 25 and I've never eaten a goddamn mango? Mango's bomb. And what, what's crazy is like the mangoes in the U.S. are like low-tier mangoes. You don't even... Because, you know, we import all the oh, yeah, all of yeah. our fruit. I'm sure if you went to like Jamaica, you'd have yeah. one to change your life. yeah. That's crazy. I'll make you see God again. See, how do we get on this? Reli- no oh, religion, idea. praying. Because oh, you yeah. said praying, you eat the olives. <laughs> yeah, okay, see what okay. happens when I mention going tangents about olives? <laughs> well, that's why, that's why it's like, <laughs> it's the most random thing. And then I'm I get bad in the at mood this about too, food. because I have such a bad memory. Like, I get more than five minutes away from the topic, and it's gone forever. <laughs> I haven't eaten at all today. Either way, actually. You. Either way. With olives, it's, it's too much. This morning. I heard that, yeah. What'd you get? 
They have these new burritos. I love breakfast. They have burritos. Burritos. Yeah, they have like a Southwest burrito. They have like a fajita burrito. Wow, they they're not even breakfast burritos. Traditional bread. They have a traditional oh, okay. breakfast burrito. Really good. Not as good as Beto's, but really good. I heard they have decent burgers. I don't know. They, they thought burgers? about changing their name. Not once. Are you bite. kidding me? It was a huge campaign. They were going to start calling it IHOB. Oh yeah, I remember. you don't remember that? <laughs> no. And everyone was like, what? everyone That's was like, crazy. no, you can't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what IHOP is. What's hop? Pancakes? Oh yeah, uh, House of Pancakes. Pancakes. House of yeah, Pancakes. I'm an idiot. Is that actually international? International. I don't know. Never it have I gone have. to a foreign country and been like, I hop, that's the place. <laughs> I wonder if like they started out with that though. Because it obviously wasn't international. I think they just yeah. had their their uh, House of Pancakes. Really oh, it's really high. Like, okay. Oh, let's say international people will think we're fancy. I'm just like two that. dudes running a pancake joint. It makes more sense that House of Pancakes. I never, I never put the two together. It's like House of Pancakes and then National House of Pancakes. But you knew it was international. You just thought it was international hop. I don't. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, dude. I haven't eaten it all. <laughs> international hop. It is Easter, so is that just hopping over the border of a foreign country? Yeah, international hop. That's when you get when you jump from here to Canada. It'd be impressive. Very impressive. Unless you're standing works. next to it. Yeah, if it, you're right on the border. What's the point of the wall impressive. if you can just hop over it? Yeah, I don't think that. there's a wall between us and Canada. Oh, there should be. Isn't it like a? Big it's line it's in the pretty hard to get into Canada. They should, they should put an instead of a wall. They should put a net up to keep all the fucking geese out. Geese. Fuck geese. Geese actually taste delicious. I've never eaten one. I've never gotten close enough to eat one. Boiled goose. They're mean. They're mean, but they taste good. Really? I had yeah. duck. Duck it's is really bad. greasy. Yeah, it is. Tough and greasy. Might be because my dad doesn't know how to cook, but... It yeah, is no, greasy, It's not very good. It's very dark. I like it, actually. Like I it? like yeah. dark meat. I'm a dark meat guy, though. Yeah. Any Thanksgiving, it's always dark yeah. meat. I think I usually go for the dark meat, too. It's a little bit more juicy. A little more moist. Yeah. It's White pretty- meat's always a little dry. It's pretty hard to get into Canada, though. Like, doesn't Canada not really accept a ton of, like, Americans? I'm pretty sure... For citizenship, I think For citizenship, pretty yeah, yeah. Pretty hard. Just a visit. I don't think they give a shit, though. Probably I, I'm I don't sure. know. I can't but, like, for that. even, like, getting a job down there and start paying taxes and then getting... Because I think you have to be there for two years to get the free health care or yeah. something. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure out of, like, developed countries, the, the U.S. is, like, still accepts the most immigrants. Um... Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Canada and a lot of European countries are pretty strict on their guidelines, except when it comes to, like, refugee crises and stuff like that. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not a big expert on it, but... That is interesting. No, cause like, I mean, America was founded on letting everybody in. Yeah. And Canada never... I mean, they're a lot older than us. Yeah. They probably never had that policy. Yeah. I, I know that's, like, because uh, in American politics, the left... You know, they want to expand uh, the ability to accept immigrants in legally. Yeah. And the right wants to constrict it. Yes. And um, I know a big argument on the right is like, oh, we're already like better than other countries at doing this. Yeah, so but like, still, better doesn't yeah. mean the best. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like, it's like the argument where, where like, um, Oh, if you go to this country in Africa, everyone's starving there. Just be grateful you have food. Yeah, and I'm like, that's such a bullshit that argument. Doesn't mean we can't like improve. Yeah. You're like that guy over there has four slaves. I only got one. So <laughs> <laughs> that argument. It's like, like it's I've like, only murdered one kid today. Okay, that guy did three. It's yeah. like how Pizza Hut is technically better than 
Little Caesars, but it's not the best. Like just because it's better doesn't mean you're good. Okay, real quick, back to food. <laughs> so you're on you're on the argument. I knew, I knew you're on turn. the argument with uh, Little Caesars is not the best pizza place of all time. I think it's up there. I actually like it, but only after a hard day work. Hard day uh, work. Yeah, there's something, something late, about late, a hard day building a house. Okay. And then I could see then that. it slams. But if you're doing it's like nothing the pilly, all day, it tastes pe- like shit. It's like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of the pool. Kind with of the chips yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, the it's the little Caesars after like you. helping yep. your friend move. Yep. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, it's like it's the like warm har- Bud Light and a cold little Caesars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tastes so Caesars. good. It took way too long to move. He bought it three <laughs> they hours. They ordered ago. the pizza way too early. Yeah. The one dude who didn't want to work was like, "I'll go pick it up." And yeah, it takes like four hours. Exactly. It's like video game nights, hard days of work, and late nights. Those are like little Caesars nights, drunk nights. I always say the the what you get for the the price is the best value. Oh, yeah, out sure. of pizza places. For I, sure. I do think ours is. Little now, Caesars, if you're listening, sponsor this podcast. Yeah, you could. Or Mountain Mike's. Ours, <laughs> I was about to say this. We didn't talk about this. With the, I think we recorded two episodes since I forced it, you to oh, try yeah. it again. Ours was talking oh, I didn't bring shit you lunch for on Mountain Mike's for like years. And I didn't even know about it. I'm a big Mountain Mike's guy. They're just down. They, they're been. based out of San Francisco, I've, but I've they're been. down. Yeah. There used to be one right by my old house. Yeah. So they're fantastic, and I love that place. They have the best house-made ranch, best pepperoni of all time, and I'm they're, a big pepperoni. I see, on their pizza. pepperoni is is not good because it folds up into a bowl, and then it's just a grease. Bowl. That's what classic pepperoni oh, is. I hate and there's it. nothing wrong with a greasy pizza. <laughs> and if you don't like grease, go to Domino's. Domino's has the grease, greasy less. Greasy least, least? greasy pizza. Greasy least. <laughs> greasy least. Try pizza. that one again. <laughs> <Greasy> <laughs> <least>. <laughs> Making but up words here. Wait, I, what, what do you think of Mountain Mike's? No, 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 no. I think the pizza itself is really good. I just think it's a little bit too greasy for me. Mm. I could see it being too greasy. Marco's salad pizza? Bar was really Marco's good. pizza is so fucking Marcos, greasy, it's Marcos not even is, funny. Yeah, Marco's is really so Like the box, Sabara if you tip it, it'll pour out grease. Oh my God. It's that bad. Like but, the bottom of the box is just dissolving. <laughs> right, exactly. It's. I think they even put like layers of paper and it doesn't like, it's still pretty freaking greasy. Yeah. If you can put a napkin on top of the pizza and hold it up to the light and see through it, it's a little too I greasy. think it just melts into the pizza. Like the grease <laughs> melts into the pizza. pizza. It just absorbs That's it. what the cheese is in Marco's, I think. It's a topping napkin. Yeah, napkin. <laughs> But uh, I forced you to try it, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was... And you were pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I And was, it was a pepperoni pizza, too. Okay. He did complain that the pepperoni seemed a little bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, like well-done pizzas myself. A so, little crispy, right? Mm-hmm. Not the same way. One of my... Uh, one of my hobbies, slash... Is talking of, shit on Mountain Mike's? Yeah, actually. <laughs> actually, low-key, yeah. Slash trying to, like, turn into a little side hustle as I, I stream video games. Okay. Um... And Mike was on there, and everyone in my chat was, we were having this big debate on like best pizzas or Little Caesars, whether it's good or not, and stuff like that. And I said that I didn't like Mountain Mike's, and Mike like ordered a pizza for me and sent it to my house for me to eat. And That's such a power move. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I actually like know where you live. I know you viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you do that on the online, select pay with cash just to screw them over. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would have screwed me over. Yeah, probably. Would. I don't have cash. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we used to pay all the time. Other ways order, order salads guy. for my friends and pay with cash. <laughs> salads. Oh, it's the worst. But it was. It was. Uh, it was. I was pleasantly surprised. I still, personally, I would not go seek out Mountain Mike's. But the ranch, the ranch was fantastic. Ranch so good. Their ranch, ranch was amazing. Fantastic. I think it's better than the pie. Like people talk Ooh, about the, Okay, that's fine. A bold but that's a hot take, I guess. That is okay. a hot take. I like. That is a hot I take. Like Pepperoni's not as good at the pie. I like the pie a lot. It's too thick. It's not. I haven't been in a long time. Like the actual pie, like downtown, the basement one. Mm. I haven't been to that one in years. 
we just got pizza from where? There was this place like Fahrenheit 700 or something. Oh, I've heard Jordan really Landing. good place. Oh my really God. good no, things about that place. No, it was really good. We went there a couple of days ago. It was, I was very impressed. It's always nice when a pizza place sells booze. Yeah. <laughs> makes me happy. That should have been a theme on our podcast where we just start talking about pizza and then it gets into like the real topic or something. So we, we talk about pizza and cereal Way I too much. much. I heard you guys podcast. talk about cereal last we time. We talk about cereal all the time. Yeah. It's like, man. You talk about Stirs, that, that place down in Midvale. Yeah. I haven't been there yet, but I really want to. Yeah, it's a good place. They got like, I think, 100 different cereals. Like, it's a lot. It's a pretty decent chunk. But yeah, we talk about that way too much. Yeah. Pizza and I mean, you talk about cereal. what you know, what you love. Yeah. We love pizza, pizza and cereal. <laughs> that's, we, that's, that's our harshest. We're simple uh, folk. That's where we clash is pizza and cereal. So. Did we clash on cereal? Um, I don't know. You like those gross wheat things. Yeah, but you called them. Okay, so he texted me. Wheats? Is that what you're No, wheat, Weetabix. It's like those No, it's blocks. not Weetabix. It, it is. Different. It is Weetabix. No, it's shredded wheat. It's the same it, thing. No, they're shredded completely wheat. different. Is it? Weetabix yeah. has like nuts in it and shit like that. No. Shredded wheat. The most boring two words. No, but then you put sugar and heavy whipping cream on it. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Okay, so you know what Weetabix is. It's good as long as you make it not taste like itself. Well, you know what if I'm you have to disguise everything about it, why are you eating it? That's the thing. It's like, why do people, people do eat tuna? Why do people eat tuna? You, you ever had oatmeal? I like it's tuna. It's only good if you put a shit ton of nuts and sugar in That's it. That's why I don't eat oatmeal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oatmeal's <laughs> disgusting. I'm not if I'm like, ooh, I almost tasted a little bit of what this is supposed to be. Let me add more shit to it. Right. I people like, always make the argument with coffee, too. I'm mm-hmm. drink it straight black because I'm a fucking bamf. So. Yeah, you can you can enjoy things the bad way. Bamf? That's cool. Yeah, badass motherfucker. i a long time. Yeah. I don't say it a lot. I kind of say it unironically. I say it ironically, unironically, because it's like past the even ironic way to say it. Like when people used to say "fail" ironically. So many phrases have turned that way. So many phrases started out we saying sarcastically, and now it's just part of our like main vocabulary. Yeah, I have a friend who still says "yeet," and I'm like, "Yeet!" Oh, I do that one. So I, old. I do that one. I will admit. Yeah. Not proud of it, but I say that one quite. Well, it's a bit. funny. I think yeah, starting in 2012, I think he started saying it ironically. Now he's like a total yeeter. Like he eats all the time. You ever learned some of the new ones going on nowadays? Like uh, um, I learned cap and no cap the other day, and I'm still trying to figure out the, the difference. The other day? Wow. I'm still trying to figure out the di- I don't hang out with a lot you're of not young a, people. You're not on TikTok, then. It's pretty big well, on TikTok. Like I, I am on TikTok. I just almost. don't. I, I don't. I've, I don't. Hear, I actually heard it from my girlfriend's younger brother. Interesting. He was like, he was like, no cap, this. And I was like, hold on. Back up, dude. <laughs> not trying to sound like an old-ass motherfucker. Right. Because I'm not, and you need to stop making me feel like that. Right. What the hell does that mean? And he explained it to me. I was like, that's fascinating. Look at that. That's funny. So yeah, cap is things every day. Cap is, cap is a lie and no cap is, is not a lie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Stan is coming back. Stan is coming back. Which I'm is very weird. Stan? So yeah, I was listening to um, the Burke and Birds podcast. Like Comic Stans. Yeah, Comic. No. no. <laughs> Isn't that Comic Stans? It's the good old font joke. You don't get one of those very often. <laughs> thanks, thanks. But um, I was listening to the Burke and Birds podcast and yeah, so they're, they're about our age and they were talking to their younger brother who was talking about, uh, like, oh, yeah, this guy stands this guy. And they're like, oh, what are you talking about? And so they looked it up on Urban Dictionary, and they were saying, like, oh, it just means super fan or, like, crazy uh, fan. And I was like, no. It like, started I had out to, as an Eminem. Exactly. His Eminem, was, Eminem's fan base. This is Stan, your oh, biggest fan. Oh, because of this song, really? Stan. Yeah, so this is how it originated. No Sorry, I'm going to step on your toes. I'm no, a no, no, massive no, Eminem fan. I'm a huge Eminem fan, so too. So he... He wrote the song Stan, as which, as you know, is about his fan writing him. Oh, and then, he ends up, and then he ends up killing himself. Okay, and yeah. Like, his and, girlfriend, and his pregnant so girlfriend. So Stan, uh, not Stan, excuse me, Jesus. Eminem wrote that 
to tell his fans that they needed to stop being so crazily obsessed. And so yeah. in response, his fans decided to call themselves stands, which is just defeats what he was trying to say. But and then that died for a little while, and now it's coming back, and people don't even know what it's from. They don't know what it's I from. Did, it's I did stalker not, fan. That's like, if you look at Google, Google, not Google. If you look at Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. it's stalker fan. Like it's those two together. It's like no, maybe no. Eminem thought that too, but like it's Eminem Stan, and that's, that was such a popular song too. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew. It's a really good song. They did a whole bunch of. Uh, I think who was it that did a not a cover, but he put himself on the chorus. Was it? Elton? Was it Elton John? Oh, I don't know. Clay Aiken? Something like that. It was oh, yeah. So I think it was, it was somebody. Like, maybe was John Mayer. John. I don't know. It was one I of those like guys. I feel like Elton John wouldn't collaborate with Eminem. Elton that John and time. Eminem were really good friends. Really? Uh-huh. Eminem was pretty homophobic. Yeah, no, well, he wasn't. He just... He talked like he that. Talked to, he talked to him. But like, you know... Because he's a rapper. He asked Yeah. Him. No, uh, in response to all the homophobic claims, he did a concert tour with Elton John, and they're actually good friends. Interesting. I didn't know that. I do yeah. know Eminem. Like, uh, like, one of my favorite skits with him in it is him being on the interview. Oh yeah, where um, he's he like, I've been leaving gay. these little gay breadcrumbs off. Right, <laughs> I, he's so comfortable with himself. I think that's so fantastic. He's such yeah, a funny, down to earth guy. He's or like, Christa- he looks serious all the time, but he's not. Right, or Cristalia, like I when he was Christalia. making fun of Eminem, where he's like napkins. He was wasting you know too many. And when he painted the panic <laughs> And then Eminem put that video at the end of his song Homicide. He did with Logic. It exactly, was fantastic. Eminem has got a great sense of humor. Because Chris D'Elia was like, oh my god, Eminem is a fan of me. That's crazy. Right. That was so funny. Look what I'm playing. I totally still stand Eminem. For sure. For everybody's listening. For sure. His new albums are phenomenal. Oh, Kamikaze? I own it on record. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fucking tight. Yeah, I'll show it to you after the podcast. Do you but... have, uh, have you heard uh, Music to be Murdered by? Yes, I have heard. That's Part the newest a. one, right? Side A and B. He came out with the side B, too. When, when was that? Was that this year? This, this year, yeah. Oh, I probably or maybe end of last year, but yeah, pretty recently. Yeah, very good. They're on Spotify. Check it out. It's oh pretty yeah, good. I definitely will. Music to be murdered by. Shout out to Eminem if he could sponsor us. Shout out cool. to Alfred Yeah, Hitchcock. any sponsors that want to sponsor us? No, mostly just Eminem and Little Caesars. Yeah, and Captain Crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch. Those are two too. very different animals. Eminem and also Little Caesars. Yeah, Eminem and Little Caesars. <laughs> they could do a collaboration. Oh God, that sounds disgusting. Like Captain <laughs> you imagine Crunch Eminem with Eminem doing a Little Caesars commercial? He would do it like those old brisk, that old brisk commercial from the Super Bowl. Do you remember that one? I don't. You remember that? No. He did a brisk commercial brisk? for the Super Bowl, probably like about the, 10 the years like ago. the soda yeah. or something, probably, or sweet tea sweet or tea. something. Probably about ten years ago, we did it, and the whole thing is just him complaining about having to do a commercial. <laughs> and it's so art. funny. It's, it's on YouTube. You have to look it up later. It's it's pretty great. Yeah, the Super Bowl commercials are pretty great. I think they're they've gone downhill. Oh yeah, in the for last sure. couple of years. Like I think now they're like going into like heavy marketing and like trying to be like, what are the 15 year olds like today? And before it was just good writers. And now I think it's more like what's appealing on TikTok and what's, yeah, what's good here. Too, hard. too much marketing. Yeah, Over marketing is a thing. Like, you know, it's an oversaturation. You become yeah. sensitized to it and then you're not even paying attention. Yeah. Exactly. If you're driving down the road and you don't see a billboard for 30 miles, the first billboard you see, you're going to look at. But if you're driving down the road and you see 40,000 billboards, you're not going to look at them all. Right. Ooh, yeah. I was just in Vegas and yeah, it's all like lawyer billboards and yeah, you definitely aren't paying attention. I think I, I can't remember exactly which day. I think it's Vermont, but Vermont banned all billboards in the state. Really? Which is really interesting. I would love to live in a state like that. I hate billboards. I look at those and I'm like, they I look disgusting. I love billboards in rural areas. Like I drove through Nebraska one time. Yeah, especially and if it's it, like, oh, go here, go to this zoo right? in Illinois. Like the best ones are traps. right. They're always right next to each other. It's always an advertisement for a Walmart-sized porn store. 
and then right behind it is an advertisement that some Christian group put up saying oh, yeah. pornography's bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw a lot of those billboards in Vegas too. Like oh, Jesus so needs perfect. you and stuff. Those like are those that. are all like, over Utah too. If you drive through Lehigh, they're all over the place. For sure, I just think they're funny in Vegas. You know, they're for, funny like, for the Vegas. most part. It's like you guys are, you guys are preaching in Sodom. That's not how that works. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, but you think we have it? Is there anything else you want to talk to about? I just, Satanism. And I know you said you had a bunch of questions. I know. I just, uh, I think they got, got answered like with your storytelling about yeah. how it is. Um, there, there's the, I wanted to ask about bartending. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, also if you don't have a ton of time, I like, got nothing going on the rest of the All right. Sweet. Sounds good. Sounds good. Just wanted to make sure we didn't want to keep you for longer than you wanted. No, you're good. You're good. I got nothing going on tonight. So, um, before we started the podcast, you said that you, you started bartending in the military or something? No, not really. Um, I started, I mean, I started drinking in the military. Okay. And I love, I love making drinks. I love, uh, you know, the combinations and the flavors you can make. And it's just so fun to me. And then I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to open my own bar. I think that's a great mm. idea. And so to get my foot in the door, I started serving and then they made me a bartender. And I've been doing that for almost two years now. And so did you, did you like have to go through, like, I know a lot of bartenders go to like bartending school mm-hmm. or stuff there's like a, that. There's a different levels you can do. Like if you've been bartending for 10 years, you can go to get a certification of mixology Okay. and you can do competitions for like flair bartending and stuff like that. You know, flipping the bottles around and stuff. Yeah. Are you good at that? Like, no, uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I've tried. And every time I try, I break bottles. So I don't, <laughs> they get mad at me at work. Right. Um, Got yeah, no, get some practice bottles at home or fun. something. It's fun though to watch these guys. They're so, especially there's yeah. a couple bars down in Vegas that they have uh, they have literal competitions where they're like blowing fire and flipping bottles around and stuff. It's fantastic. That's crazy. But no, you can get a mixology certification and like it's a nationwide recognized. If you get a mixology mixology certification, any bar in the country would hire you right off the bat. Really? Oh yeah. Is it pretty expensive? I have no idea. Mm. I haven't looked into it yet. Probably. I still got to get my feet out of the restaurant business mm. and into the bar business. Right. Eventually, I will. Could well, start yeah. out by trying the what's the Japanese style of cooking where they like do the show teppanyaki. Teppanyaki is Benihana all it is. type shit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I had a friend who like literally like started as a host there, and then they just like trained him, which is crazy because I think normally you have to do like a six month course. But yeah, it was pretty fun to watch him like spin people stuff people around. people in those restaurants they like to promote from within rather than. Um, Rather than hire somebody off the street, that's why most SNL actors are former writers. They they rather like bring people in that right. are already there than train somebody right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. That way they know they're trustworthy. They know they can do yeah. the job, and then they train them more. So right now you're in a in a pretty nice uh, Italian restaurant, right? Yes, it is called Brio. Okay, it is an Italian restaurant that caters to only the oldest and richest human beings in the world, <laughs> and they're really annoying. I don't think I've ever been to Brio. It's it's good. It's just it's really expensive. The tips are nice. Never complain about the money, but good pizza. Just, no, no, I don't have pizza. No, I don't have pizza there. Flatbreads. Well, that, that, there. pizza's on the kids' menu. I eat that all the time mm-hmm. because I'm a child. Good employee discounts. No. no, no, really, not at all. We get like fifty percent if we're working. But, like, we never get free food unless you're friends with the chefs. And the chefs will make you stuff. Our chefs are, like, most of them are, like, straight up from Mexico. And they'll make stuff in the morning. And, oh, my God. Like, what this guy, once he found out that I like spicy food, every morning he, like, tosses me this thing. It's got, like, cactus and, like, all kinds of... Oh, really? I didn't know you could eat cactus. It's delicious. Yeah, it's it, good. It tastes like... Oh, my goodness. It, it, 
It tastes exactly how you think it would. Yeah. <laughs> like the texture is exactly what you think it is. What is it? I don't even, I don't even like, think al- of it. You know what aloe looks watery? like? Aloe? Have you seen what yeah. it Yeah. Imagine how that tastes. That's it. You're on it. That's exactly what it tastes I'm like. I'm thinking about like super minty. No. Not no, really. No. Not really. I wouldn't have pictured mint. Maybe I spoke too soon on the. I just think of aloe vera. Doesn't aloe vera kind of smell minty? Or? I don't think so. Maybe. No. Never, I haven't never been aloe vera in so long. Aloe vera. <laughs> yeah. That's a I've verb now. Never had it applied to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be start, start becoming a prank. Well, you just got aloe vera. You just got like <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's really desperate for shows nowadays. Right. <laughs> exactly. Instead of punked, it's aloe vera. And they're like, oh, thanks. My skin is soft now. Would you want a Satan themed bar? Um, yeah, I'm actually going to, really? I'm going to call it Leviathan. Leviathan. That's and a cool all name. Of the, all of the drinks are going to be like, uh, this big and I'm that would be nice feet. but it is, it is Utah unfortunately um, it's still got the two ounces of alcohol yes the one and a half still one there half, but it's, yeah. it's a yard yeah um, they're like I can't taste anything like you're not supposed to um, no I want and all the drinks are going to be like themed and stuff I want it to be like a like kind of like a punk kind of bar you know because I love dive bars I love the feel of dive bars but I also love the feel of like clubs and stuff but clubs never play my kind of music they always play like you know like What's top in? 40s hip hop yeah. and pop music and stuff like that. I want to go and I want to get drunk on some fruity drink with a devil name that's while we're listening to like All Time Low or something. Like that's what I want. Right. I don't know if that a, has a, a niche market yet, but we'll find out, won't we? So you'd want it to be like a pretty like uh, like closed quarters kind of bar? Like a biker or like a dive bar? Kind of, but I want it just to be a little bit more upscale. You know? mm, for sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I've always liked the smaller bars than like the huge ones that you show up in the door and you're like overwhelmed mm. by uh-huh. yeah. like of room. packed like loud ass music blaring all over yeah. And, yeah. yeah and so are you thinking of doing that in Utah yeah yeah I'm never leaving this place I'm you probably, love Utah huh I do I, I didn't appreciate it because when I joined I um, I was 16 when I got my papers signed because with parent permission you can get uh, you can join at 16 shipped out when I was 17 turned 18 in boot camp and so like I never experienced Utah very much because I was a very sheltered kid. And then I, you know, grew up a little bit, got a little bit more worldly and learned things. And then I, I was like, fuck, I just miss home. I just want to come home. I just want to be where my family is, you know, mm. be down the street from my mama and, you know, come. and plus Utah's just amazing. The outdoors, the mountains, the, the, I, I just love it. I, I don't want to leave. Yeah. I love, I love Park City. I love downtown. I love how. I love Southern Utah. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love Zion's Moab. Oh, hey, that. let's just go on a Canyon cruise real quick. It's 10 minutes from yeah. my house. I love it. It's right. fantastic. I, yeah. I tell, I tell people Utah is great because unless, but outside of like surfing and boat sports, you can travel like two hours and do any type of outdoor activity yeah. you want to. It, within within a weekend, you can travel around the state and do every outdoor activity yeah. imaginable. Yeah. yeah. I always feel I hurt it. when people talk shit on Utah. Elon Musk recently talked shit on Utah. Did he? Yeah, he was talking about how like only a really small amount of space um, for solar panels could power the United States. Um, I forgot exactly how much it was, but he was like, take a corner of Utah. So that's about how big it would be. But he's like, trust me, there's nothing going on there. And I was like, you bitch, Elon. I like you. Doesn't it? it? Just like deep. Like, uh, it, like I feel like. I mean, it's kind of true. No, a little it's, bit. Okay, okay, maybe. Uh, I feel like, like I like the chill. Like, I like the chillness of Utah that you can go and just be in the middle of nowhere because there's like nothing going on. Right, but like Nevada, I feel like is worse. Our like middle of nowhere is still ten times more interesting than half of the fucking Midwest's middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. drove through Nebraska and I thought I was going in circles. It's just nothing but fucking corn. And yeah. corn, and I think I saw <laughs> corn, some corn. corn. It's got to be cool for like thirty minutes. 30 West minutes Texas, of corn. 
the west part of Texas. There's oh. not, I drove a hundred miles. I thought I was gonna die because yeah. I was like, "There's no." It's all wind I drove to Houston, oil rigs. Utah, yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Horrible. I, I remember actually. I drove so I drove to Texas last summer, and it was uh, amazing to me. I've never seen anything so flat. Mm-hmm. It throws you off, doesn't it? Yeah, it honestly did. It yeah, not you. even hills like going yeah. up and down. Yeah, yeah. you would car. literally you could see as far as you could see, and it wasn't like a hill would obstruct your vision or anything. It would just be like you and just it proves see. the Earth is flat because yeah. you just see forever. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was really interesting. You're yeah. on to something there. You're on to something, something there. Go We're to kidding, Texas. by the way. The Earth is not flat. Flat Earthers, please you sponsor us. <laughs> also, the Utah government, please sponsor us. We'll get people to move here. Yeah, we'll be in charge of the Board of Tourism. <laughs> what if that's what this podcast was? It was like secretly, because we have listeners in Italy and Germany. And Canada. And really? Canada. Yeah. yeah. He's got a pretty wide fan base. Yeah, we're excited about it. But uh, maybe this is like us like secretly being like, yeah, you should come to Utah. Like, check us out. Unless you're in California. Like, we don't need any more of those yeah, guys. No more California. Okay, what is the California hate? I don't understand it. Um, I don't know. I just kind of jumped on that bandwagon because I'm from Utah. <laughs> Utahns just don't like Californians. I, I mean, I don't really know. They're... I think they're just complaining about like movers in general because like it's housing has gone so it's, up. It's mostly since. Los Angelinos. Like mm. it's the same reason why everyone get talk shit on 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 uh, France. But French people are nice. It's just Parisians. It's just people from Paris. Mm. Yeah. Like mm. and it's the same with California. I think it's mm. like it's just Los Angelinos like that are just you know they put California in this big pedestal. Mm. It is interesting because uh, when I was at BYU, the guy that owns Perry Homes, do you guys know Perry Homes? I've heard of it. Yeah. It's like, the, I'm pretty sure they're the biggest uh, like building company in Utah. Yeah. Um, and Wasn't Perry one of our old governors or something? Probably. I don't know. Politician. I don't know. I know the company is like a family business. It's been passed oh, down okay. and I'm, I'm sure a company that big has been involved in yeah. politics. Um, but... He was talking about like the right the the housing crisis in Utah and like how much um, housing prices are increasing, and he was actually talking about how it was Trump's tariffs that increased housing prices so much. Um, yeah, they they did a tariff on wood, right? Yeah, from Canada. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's where most you actually of our talked about that on episode from. one. Did I really? Yeah, you did. Oh, that might be where I remember it from. Then, actually, <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting. Like, I feel like it's got to still be more for COVID. Like, especially with um, California, like having everything closed down. Like, oh, I do yeah. know people that moved from Utah to California and came back because yeah. I have a lot like, of Disneyland's still closed. stationed out there, and it's they they do like outdoor restaurants still, and like it's just they're still in total lockdown. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't imagine doing that, and yeah. It's because our population is so dense. It's not even that it's big. It's just so dense. Their population is in two major cities. And so, like, they just got to be... I get why they're doing it, I think. But then again, I don't live in California, so... All right. I don't know how Portland and Seattle are doing. They're pretty left, right? Uh, I don't know how... I don't know Portland. When I, I went to visit Seattle uh, in October, um, and... It seemed similar to Utah, honestly. Okay. Like the Pacific masks Northwest is fine. very similar to Utah in a lot of ways. Mm. I have cousins up in Washington State, and they—they're all—they're—we're they're, pretty similar. Just nice people, good mm. outdoor stuff. Yeah. Nobody really gives a yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Only difference is, is Utah leans a little bit more to the right yeah. on elections. But, yeah, but it's Salt Lake City itself definitely. Like, I don't think it does. No, Salt Lake. I mean, if you look at the last uh, um, uh, electoral college. Most of Utah voted red, and Salt Lake City was blue. Yeah, big old blue. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's where gerrymandering comes in. Yeah. Because, like, have you ever seen the Salt Lake District? Mm-hmm. It like follows the the Jordan River, mm-hmm. like way down. Yeah, it's like 
Salt Lake, West Jordan, Midvale, Provo type area. You know? Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Sad days. But yeah, I compare Salt Lake to like Austin or um, Seattle or Portland. Yeah. Uh, just with those like nice cities where everybody's friendly and like. Yeah. yeah we're probably like the diet versions of those, but. We're, we're still smaller. like that. Lot smaller Salt Lake for sure. City itself is really small. Yeah, isn't it like three hundred thousand or something like that, or something, smaller than something that? Even like that. I mean, yeah. I'm not even like well, now just the just the us. city skyline itself is tiny compared. I mean, yeah, it, it morphs down into because you could you could make an argument for the fact that Salt Lake City is like six different cities tied into one because yeah. it never kind of ends. Yeah, it's well, that's what Denver does. I think like Denver, like like their Denver. South Jordan would be still considered Denver, even if they're that far out. Oh, really? So the main city of Denver's there, and then like it spreads out a lot okay. further. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, no, we just separated a little bit. Salt Lake City should be massive, but they just separated into a bunch of yeah. little cities. Because Salt Lake Valley has the majority of Utah population, right? Yeah. 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 And then there's West Valley, South Salt Lake. Like They're oh, all yeah, different, yeah, yeah. too. So that's interesting. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Jordan Nuttall, for coming on. Um, Oh, I might need to cut this part out. Do you do you want to be plugged in any way? I don't care. Not plugged. What do you mean? Like my Instagram. Nor- normally we're like, oh, like How can if we you want to find Jordan oh, Nuttall. Oh yeah, my uh, my Instagram is Alien Butt Puppet. Is it actually? I have my own logo and everything. <laughs> I paid for it. I'm gonna get it. Uh, so that can be the license. name of your bar, huh? Alien Butt Puppet. No, is that the second just, bar you it's open just up? My I, when I was a kid, and we, you know how um. Uh, Xbox, when you started your first account, it would give you a random ass name. And it was yeah. Alien Puppet? No, it was, okay. it was oh. Alien Puppet. Oh, okay. And I thought it was way funnier to add butt in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> so I don't even now, know what a butt puppet is. I don't know either. It's just funny to Didn't me. Didn't you get it drawn? It, it's, it's like in the other guys where I'll reach your, my hand up no, your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. That's yeah, not a yeah, butt a, puppet. A, a, that's a butt right. puppet. Here, here, this is Stick the, your hand up someone's ass. This is the logo. Got like some Invader Zim vibes. Can we post it on our Instagram? Yeah, dude. Alien my logo. Puppet. Look at that. That's fancy. Definitely some Invader Zim vibes. ABP. But is in the ABP. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see that being like a grunge band. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like logo. some shitty garage band. But I love it. But yeah. No. That's that's my. Uh, that is my Instagram handle. It is just pictures of me and my cats and my girlfriend. It is not very interesting. But follow me if you want to. Probably more interesting than mine. I never put anything on there. But <laughs> I but, post literally once a year. It's yeah. mostly my core use. I, so. well, I kind of phased off of Facebook and started using Instagram more often. Yeah. We've been using Spotify, so yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. It's exciting. Mostly Reddit is what we do. But oh, I can't do Reddit. It's too oh, much I love for me. Too much for me. We're actually even having a hard time doing uh, social media. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to post every time we post. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking about opening up a Twitter, but neither of us know how to use Twitter at all. Twitter's, <laughs> Twitter's easy. Is it, though? Yeah, you can figure that out real quick. All right. You'll be our Twitter coach. <laughs> um, I'll do my best. Do your best. That would actually help a lot. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you want to see more of Jordan or reach out to him, uh, Instagram handle is Alien, Alien Butt, Butt Puppet. Puppet. <laughs> Alien Butt Puppet. ABP. Um, as for us, Mike, where can they find us? They can find us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And maybe Twitter. Let us know if you guys want us to open up a Twitter. <laughs> Just a good way to get uh, get to know other people. Maybe have them on our podcast. Uh, but yeah. Also, anchor.fm slash Mike the Helm. If you do want to give any sort of monetary support, uh, that helps a lot. Um, and you can, you can find ways to donate there. Um, 
if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you do enjoy the content, please give us a, a rating and a review. That also helps a lot. If you don't want to commit any monetary funding, that is understandable, but reviews help us a lot too. Um, and leave comments anywhere you, you can find us. We, you, you can, no one leaves comments, so it'll stick out like a sore thumb if, uh, if you contact us in any way. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's it. Sweet. Any last words? Artichoke. Okay, good last word. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>